brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to this podcast based on the Smithsonian devotional. Thank you so much for joining us today, and let me start by introducing myself. My name is Victoria Eyok. I'm your host for this podcast. I'm a Christian blogger. I'm the author of Mission, author of Mission for Jesus. Blog, and yeah, thank you so much for joining. And without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord, God Almighty. King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we thank you for your goodness, for your glory, for your mercy, for your faithfulness. We are about to study your word right now, so we pray, Holy Spirit, that you instruct us right now and that you teach us exactly what we need to learn in Jesus Christ's name. We pray, Amen. So the title of today's teaching is Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. I love when we talk about the Holy Spirit. And we're going to read Galatians chapter 3 verse 14 and John chapter 16 verse 7 to 22. Okay, Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now we're reading John chapter 16 from verse 7 up to verse 22 and we are also reading from the New King James Version. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper would not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of judgment and of, and of righteousness and of judgment. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the will of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority. But whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for He will speak of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said, that he will take of mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, What is this that he says to us a little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, Therefore, what is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me. Most assuredly I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman when she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come, but as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore now Therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So today we're talking about receiving the Holy Spirit, and the title of this teaching is actually Receive the Holy Spirit. So um, the first thing that I want to say to anybody who is interested in receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or anybody who has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and really wants to keep walking in this fullness, you know, Getting out of your life. This is the very first thing Smith Figures was that with here, and it is. I totally agree. Getting out of your life. You can't do it on your own. It's only through 
God, but it's it starts with for God to work with you at that level. It starts with your resolutions. Like you know that something is sinful, you have to make a decision, not just to feel bad about it. Okay, um, not just to feel bad about it, but really to like recognize that this is wrong, that this is fundamentally wrong, and decide to turn away from it to repent. <laughs> like I was listening to a friend of mine, Serge, preaching about repentance the other time, and he really outlined it like really well. Like repentance you when you decide to repent it's not just feeling sad for the sins that you committed but it's really like it's not just feeling sad it's really turning away from it it's changing completely you can feel sorry for a sin all your life but if you do not repent if you do not change it doesn't count as repentance so getting out of your life keeps your body clean for the holy spirit another thing is like some people want me wonder, like, why should we tarry? Why should we wait to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Why should we desire even the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I, we will take just this aspect right now. Uh, the Holy Spirit is the one who, like, you need the Holy Spirit to convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. But something is like, you know, as the Lord Jesus let us know that He doesn't want us to point out the speck in someone else's eye while the plank is in our own. That's Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 to 5. You cannot. Fight sin in others if you've not fought it first in you. First of all, your sin has to be gone and so that you can see clearly, so that you can speak to others clearly. You will even feel worse if you try to like get sin out of people's lives while you're practicing the same sins in secret. The devil's going to use that to tear you down. He'll play on your conscience. You're going to feel depressed all the time. You'll be like, how come I'm a Christian? I'm still doing this and I'm still doing that. For real, as Apostle Kerry Blake usually says, like, in the time past before, when Christians, would, when people would give their life to Jesus and they would stay at the altar, they wouldn't just say, okay, I've given my life to Jesus and that's done. It also had something that they called sanctification and it wasn't, so to say, a process. It was really like they would stay there at the altar and cry and pray and, and remain tired in the presence of God till the desire to sin would completely disappear. This is very important. A good way to know if you're free from sin is if the desire to commit that sin has completely disappeared. So really clean your life. And when you clean your life, first of all, in the Lord, by His strength and by His power, it's easier to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And if you've already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when you keep your life clean, it's easier to maintain walking in like, the fullness of the Holy Spirit. So another thing to know here is that the, like, in order to bind the power of Satan, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a must. You need the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit who is Jesus Christ. You need him. You need to walk in his fullness if you want to bind the power of the devil. You know, you know, as Smith figures what says here, to bind the power of the devil, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Satan can't be prince-like of this world. You know, he can't act as prince of this world. Um... As long as there is even one believer, one person filled with the Holy Spirit, that stops him from like exercising his wickedness. Like in whatever situation where you are, where the devil has oppressed, if there is a believer who is really filled with the Holy Spirit and who walks by faith, he can set the person free. That's why like it's so important for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is not something to negate. Some people will criticize, some people will judge it. Some people say that they're scared about speaking in tongues and everything like that, but you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you've not yet received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want you to know that it is 
very, 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 very important. You have to put it in your mind that you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And another thing to know is like there's a price to pay because to be real, the lifestyle that you have once you have the baptism, the lifestyle first of all that you have to have to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying that you have to end it or that baptism, but I'm just saying that there's a lifestyle change. You can just listen to trash music and expect like to be to the Holy Spirit to be comfortable in the type of environment. You can't be watching immoral things and expect the Holy Spirit to be comfortable in that type of environment even if you receive the you have already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you are keep and you keep walking in those sinful pathways you're actually grieving the Holy Spirit and that's very very wrong. I want you to know that like if you really desire the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you want to be filled with him and perpetually walk in him you have to know that there's a cost a cost to count sorry and are you willing to pay that cost? Are you willing to pay the price, you may lose friends, you may lose like the time that you spend at times to sleep, you, may, you will probably spend a good part of the time praying or preaching or doing the works of the Lord. Are you willing to sacrifice like everything for Him? Are you willing to like give up your life actually to serve Him? Are you willing to cleanse your heart, to cleanse your conscience, to change your attitude, to change your mindset, to change the way you spend your time, the way you spend your energy and everything, your time and energy and all of that? Are you willing to pay the price? Really, this this teaching, like the next teaching, we'll really talk a little more about the baptism of the Holy Spirit tomorrow by God's grace. But today, what I really want you to see is the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the importance of walking in holiness. This is very important. The importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like walking power, setting people free. And by faith, yeah, you can you can already perform miracles by God's grace, but. Once you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, everything changes. Everything is like a whole new other level and a whole new dimension, you know. So getting out of your life, live a clean and holy life to glorify Him. And for real, be ready to count the cards. Because a life of sanctification is at times a life of loneliness. You won't always have people who are walking the same path as you. But you have to decide that you're going to serve God for real. And this is what you want. So this is today's quote. There are two sides to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first condition is that you possess the baptism. The second is that the baptism possesses you. There are two sides to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first condition is that you possess the baptism. The second is that the baptism possesses you. And I would like to explain this a little bit. There are people who receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They possess it. They have the Holy Spirit living in them. They pray in tongues. And they experience some of those things that you experience when you perceive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But they have not completely surrendered to the Holy Spirit in them. It means like they still have some form of control. And I want us to reach the point, I'm talking also for myself, I want us, I want myself, I want us to reach the point where we don't just possess the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but He actually possesses us. It's Him living and not ours. So let us pray. Father Lord, God Almighty, we thank you so much for teaching to us about the importance of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I really pray for those who have not yet received the baptism of the baptism of the Holy Spirit as we're talking about this. I pray that they are going to tarry, like really like spend time. Spend time listening to you, praying, reading the Bible, fasting, really cutting off distractions, cutting off sin from your life and seeking for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And additionally, Lord, I really pray, like I really, really pray for those who have already received the baptism the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but like somehow they fell back in sin and they are not walking in the path of righteousness in which they should walk. 
will have better to touch the hearts that they've repent for real this time around, not just feeling sorry, but really changing completely, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. I pray, Amen. So thank you so much for listening from start to finish. If you've been blessed and edified by this, please let me know. You have my social media handles. Contact me on social media, especially if you have prayer requests and need me to pray for you. I'll be more than willing to pray for you. And by the power that raised Jesus Christ on the dead, you can be set free, healed, and made whole by God's grace. So thank you so much for listening from start to finish. Don't forget to be available tomorrow. We're going to continue in this discussion. And God bless you and goodbye.